0: And now for something completely
1: different. Here's
0: what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's Expository Thursday. Oh, Expository Thursday. As we work together to know the letter better into the book of Acts and into the narrative of the book of Acts, we travel to understand the things the Lord requires of us as we learn to apply God's timeless truths in our lives. First, turn to the Lord. This is the answer whenever we are wayward. We should be turning to the Lord about a thousand times a week. That's what I'm going to say. Unfortunately, people who don't think we need to continually repent keep the residue of sin working against them. It's not about justification. It's about sanctification. In the text we're going to review, Simon the sorcerer, was full of bitterness like many Christians seem to be when that happens we are being captive to sin and a host of other things not because we have to but because we offer ourselves to be that way read Romans 6:13 which says do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness Ooh, ouch Next, if we come across somebody or if we're going through this type of struggle ourselves, we should be offering or asking for prayer. Sending prayers, which is biblical since all intercessory prayers are sent to God on behalf of others is the best antidote. I'm going to say it again because just not enough people understand that. Sending prayers. Oh, we're sending prayers. Oh, that's so silly. Sending prayers, what does that mean? Sending prayers is biblical since all intercessory prayers are sent to God on behalf of others. You can't make that any clearer. Praying for God's grace. People who mock that mock God. Now, in our story, Simon the sorcerer knows he's stuck, so he asks the apostles to pray for him. I I know he's having a hard time, but that was a pretty good move (laughs) right there on his part. And then finally, the apostles stopped in many villages and preached the good news. Hint, hint, they took the gospel with them wherever they went. Hint, hint, so should we. Wherever we are and wherever we go, who knows but the Lord if there's a divine appointment waiting. So let's live our lives aware, amen?
1: David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing Politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oive So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show. Some people find that safe because you know, send an email, you know, it won't necessarily get read, you hope. <laughs> anyway, you can send it to david at he org. That's david at he mustincrease.org. If you're going to text, then you text to 214-210-8483. That's the number to text. You text 214-210-8483. Just so people can know, I get at least two, if not three, phone calls on that number every day. Every show. It's just hilarious. And then also, you can uh, call, and this would be the number to call 972 445 0770. That's 972 445 0770. When you call 972 445 0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. And that, my friends, is like having a root beer float on a hot day. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you will be. That's right, Chris and I know which ones are the best. Just because, really, because we look at each other, and go, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a good one right there. Here's the bottom line: any topic is open for conversation, question, thought, comment, what, whatever the case may be. You can uh, not just ask questions; you can ask for prayer requests. We can join our faith together. You can ask, or you can have that opportunity to share a praise report, something that God is doing in your life, and you just want to share it. You're having this happen. You're having some victory. You know, some people who you might not even be thinking about this, but some people who are struggling like you've been struggling, and then you start to do a little better hearing that you're doing better would be an encouragement for them if they're still in that same place of struggling so we encourage that because it should have that opportunity we should have that opportunity to bless one another to help one another we should weep when one of us weeps and we should rejoice when one of us rejoices. This is how it should be. So we, we encourage you to do that through the different elements that you can do. We don't think that very many people uh, – I just noticed this today. There was a wild video. Did you see that wild video about the paper airplane? That person who – oh, my goodness. You can try and do what that person did, which is fantastic. It's unbelievable. But I don't think it can get through the walls here at the studio. But you can try. All right, uh, here's your trivia question. Who said this? These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. Okay, do the King James Version. Who said these things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. Who said that? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And then you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. I will say Big Al striking first. Striking first. Good job there. Okay. So, uh, but still, everybody has this opportunity. I want everybody to respond if you can. Here's the question. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Who said, these things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace? Okay. All right. Al says hello to everybody. Just so everybody can know. Hello, Al. All right, so we do have somebody that's going to reach out in. I do want to do a couple of quick updates, if you guys don't mind. Uh, so here's what we will uh, do. I want to remind people there's free books on the website. Don't forget that. Plus, there's podcast galore. We have 3,200 hours. Wow. 3,200 hours. All right here's a message to Aunt Deb. Always go with your first guy. Uh, 3,200 hours of podcasts That's a lot I think Just quite a bit Uh, And then uh, We also encourage you Just to go to the website Because there's a lot of Cool stuff on there Before we take the call I want to pray for the audience Because I want to pray for healing Okay So one of the things I've been praying for Is a lot of people Going through some physical You know challenges. So let's just join our faith while you're listening, and then we'll get to the caller and the trivia question, okay? All right, let's pray. Father, we come before you now. We thank you. We praise you. You're awesome. You're fantastic. You're kind. You're merciful. You're gracious. You're patient, especially with the way we are. And, Lord, we turn to you. We turn our hearts to you and our faces to you, and we ask you to bring healing to the people who are listening right now to our audience. There's so many people that need physical healing and need emotional healing and even even psychological healing, Lord. And we're just asking for your grace to be poured into them. You make a person new. Will you please do that to our brothers and our sisters who are hurting? Make them new. Put a new song in their mouth. Put their feet upon the rock and a new song in their hearts. Only you can do something that awesome. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, we do have somebody ready to answer the trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to?
2: Hi, David. This is Fred. How are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing?
2: I joined in, and I touched and agree with you on that, prayer. What an awesome prayer. We all need that.
0: Amen, brother. I mean, amen and amen. I love that you do that, and that's what you need. Just two or more green together, and we've got more than two, and you and I are green on the air. That's it. We're going to stand before the Lord and believe. That's what we want to do. Amen. All right. Who said—and I'm using the King James, so you have to give me a little space here—who said— these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace.
2: There is only one person that can make that affirmation, and that is the one and only our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
1: Amen! You are correct!
0: That is correct, Amundo. No, that is only one who can make. That's a great line right there. There's only
2: one who can yes, make sir. that
0: statement. I want you to. Know that I, have, I
2: do have my own radio program on the Internet, and I want you to listen to you faithfully every day, and I just enjoy your, your radio program. You're awesome, my friend. You're well, awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Don't
0: Don't hesitate. Send me an email. Go on the online. Send me an email, and we'll put a little information up for you. We don't. We want. We want people to be listening to you. Come on, that's a big part of it. Supporting one another and taking care of one another. But
2: okay. well, thank you so much. I appreciate you.
0: You got it. God bless, brother. God bless. I love you, brother. Bye bye. All right, <laughs> we do have to do teaching, right? <laughs> that's, that's, no, no, you, you have to do. It's kind of a joke. All right. Uh, so this is the big part about this, right? This is the. Big this is the most expensive thing. We have the biggest sound effect. We, we spent more money on this. We spent as much money on this than any other sound effect we have. That'd be fair to say. <laughs> Player sound effect for expository.
2: Wow. 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 All I can say is wow. 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 All I can say is wow.
0: That's right, we don't. <laughs> we don't... We don't spare any money when we do our sound effects, and we don't spend any money when we do our sound effects. It's a very tight ship here at the David Spoon Experience run by He Must Increase Ministry. Just to let you know. Okay. All right, so I'm going to go through the text, and then we'll—somebody else is coming, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I want to go through the text. So if you remember, we left off, and don't get mad about this, but we left off at, you know, Peter replied, may your money perish with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. You can have no part of this. Your heart is not right before God. And so this is what Peter said uh, to Simon the sorcerer, and everybody knows your money perish with you, what that means, and it's like there's no point in trying to, you know, dodge it, even though in America you want to be really kind about it. But when originally translated— You know, from the Greek, there's no question about what it's saying. But look at verse 22. Here's what Peter says, which I find to be uh, amazing. So, Simon is a sorcerer and he's kind of like not a good guy and he's ripping people off and he's lying and he's coordinating to get influence. Like I said last week, he's like a politician. Anyway, so the bottom line is Peter says, Turn from your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts, for I can see that you are full of bitterness and held captive by sin. Okay, all the theological questions about whether Simon the sorcerer was saved or not. Nah, that guy's not saved. Come on. (laughs) But that's not the point. The point is this. The point is he tells him what to do to make it right. That doesn't mean Simon's going to do it but he tells them what to do. What do you do? Okay, here's what you do. Okay? You turn from your wickedness and pray to the Lord. In other words, you recognize, ooh. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> you do that, right? And then you come to the Lord and you go, yeah. <laughs> not good. And you you are honest about that. Because first of all, the Lord already knows. And I did I've actually have told people this. I did have a dream where the lord I was in the in heaven I, I'm just I'm not a big fan of people that have the dream and then they go into heaven they have all these explanations that was not what my dream pursuit was this is when I was a younger christian I just wanted to know if I was going to make it <laughs> I figured if I made it it all be great right but in the dream the lord was showing me you know where you know, he goes he says you did this you did this and at one point he goes you did this and he goes and in the dream he goes and that wasn't good <laughs> It's like, I remember that because it's like, wow, that's, you know, that must have been pretty bad. But my point is, you can recognize, hey, sometimes you do things that are wrong. You just, if you did it, it's wrong, it's wrong to do it, shouldn't have done it, it was a bad thing to do. You turn from that and you go, yeah, okay, can't do that. No, I can't do that. I've had things like that happen in the last 43 years where I'll do something and I'm like, you know that, not only does that not help me, it hurts me this way or this way. No, I'm not talking about eating a cheeseburger, although there is a little excessiveness in that in my life. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is bad things that the Lord would look at you and you would turn your head. That's what I'm talking about. And then you come and you come before the Lord and you say, help me. You don't be like Adam who was like, Oh, we sinned. Run! Hide! Quick! He won't see us in here. He's only the creator of everything. Okay. <laughs> Apparently not all of the knowledge had caught up yet to that point, is, is what I'm trying to say. No, you acknowledge it, you turn from it, and you you turn away from that and to the Lord. That's what we do. That's what we should do. Okay, we'll take a break and then come back. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on AM 770 The Truth Station here in Texas Short break, don't go anywhere
1: You may be from a Baptist background A Pentecostal background A non-denominational background David Spoon has that too You may be from the Church of Christ Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God Or some other denomination But if you're looking for a show that's Bible based Spirit led and a bit nutty then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience?
2: Regardless
0: of what the world says, regardless of what politics say, regardless of what uh, different people say, Jesus does one thing better than anybody else. He brings hope. It's like, wait, this could be different. And In verse 29, she touches Jesus, and immediately her bleeding stops, right? She, fed, the Bible says, look at it, immediately her bleeding stopped. She felt it in her body. She was freed from her suffering. You know, people will say, well, I mean, how do you know if you're healed? I got a message for you. When the Lord, when you touch the Lord and power comes from the Lord into your life, you know. She knew. Not only did she knew, Jesus knew. And Jesus was like, okay, who touched me? Who touched me? Power went out for me. Right? And then the disciples are, Okay. Like there's like a thousand people right next to you. How are we supposed to? Now, why did Jesus do all that? Watch this. This is just one of those absolute mind blowers. The first thing that happens to her is her issue of blood ceases to exist because she touches Jesus. We would call that a physical healing. She was physically healed. She had an issue of blood, and that's a problem, and she couldn't do anything to help it, but when she was able to touch Jesus, bam, the physical healing happened. But then Jesus does this such weird thing, because he's so cool that it just fits the whole thing. He says, who touched me? And they're all like going, okay, well, you know, take a look around, dude, there's a lot of people here. And he's like, who touched me? And then the woman said, It was me, right? Jesus not only physically healed her, watch this, he socially healed her because a woman who had an issue of blood was not allowed to have the same level of public contact as everybody else. So he heals her physically and then calls her up in front of everybody and goes, yeah, you're well now, huh? It's just, just think about the moment. And instead of saying anything negative, because God's not like that, he's like, oh, your faith has healed you. Okay, your faith and confidence in you touching me made the difference. You're physically healed. And let everybody who's around you know you are no longer to be untouched because you touched me, now you're socially healed. And if
1: you can't shout sight, you'll have to a penalty.
0: And as with every penalty, oh. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at kwm Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. Getting ready to do our next trivia question. Hope you guys are ready. Hope you guys are ready. Hope you guys are ready. In the New Testament. Okay, so that that just took out. Okay, so there's a eleven hundred. Let's see, it's 260, so there's like 1,189 chapters, 260 in the New, and then the balance in the Old. I just eliminated a huge amount for you, okay? In the New Testament, who's the first person to say, repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand? Who is the
1: f- first
0: first person to say that. If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483 and you can send an email, david at he must org. Okay, that is all available. Here, I'm doing a little math. Let's see. 969 or 89. No, I can't remember. It's a 989 or 969 chapters in the Old Testament. I can't one of those two. Ah, I'm working on it. Okay, so again, the trivia question, who is the first person to say, repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand? It was said multiple times, by the way, multiple times. So I'm just looking for the first person is what we're looking for. 972-445-0770. 214 is the text. And David at hemustincrease.org. All right, I'm going to do this two jokes. One is a little slower than the other one. The other one's a good Catholic Jewish Catholic priest Jewish rabbi joke. Okay. Can't go wrong with those. Okay, I'm just well, okay. Uh, the immortal detective Sherlock Holmes arrives at the pearly gates. Saint Peter says, "Mr. Holmes, I will certainly let you in, but not before you locate Adam in the crowd that you can see from where you're at." Sherlock Holmes at once goes, look, that's Adam. St. Peter goes, how can you identify him so fast, Mr. Holmes? Sherlock Holmes said, oh, it's elementary, St. Peter. Adam's the only one without a belly button, right? Oh, very good. That's a good one. All right. This one's funny, though. That was cute. This is funny. A Catholic priest and a Jewish rabbi were feasting together. The priest said, when will you relax and taste a little pork? The rabbi replied, at your wedding? <laughs> see, see, come on, come on. At your wedding. See? If you guys don't get that, I I can't help you. At your wedding. See, because the priest's not getting married. Rabbi's not eating pork. It was funny, right? All right, uh, we have our trivia questions. So are we ready to answer? Go ahead and send them on through. Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to?
2: Brother Roger again.
0: Oh, hey, what's going on? (laughs)
2: uh, Life is going on.
0: Life has been going on.
2: Life is good. Yeah, life goes on. It does go on. <laughs> and it, All right. If you belong to Jesus, you get to have eternal life.
0: That's right. All right. Now here's a here's a great trivia question because some people might get this wrong, but I have a feeling you'll get it right. Who's the first person to say, "Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand"?
2: I believe it was John the Baptist. That is correct, Linda. <laughs>
0: So what's amazing, what's amazing about this, amazing. John the Baptist said it, Jesus said it, Peter said it, and in the book of Acts where it talks about Paul preaching, he says it in a preaching sermon. So they all said right. it, but it's like amazing that Johnny B is the first one. That's a great answer.
2: Right.
0: Excellent well, job.
2: I, I've been going through something the last couple of weeks because of my phone. I've been trying to get all my contacts back and... All that back, I, I put. I was charging up my phone with my battery, and I laid it on top of my phone, and I just blew everything out. Wow, <laughs> like,
0: you you sound like I do. Me and technology not friends.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and I'm, I've been working hard. I didn't back up anything on the cloud. I don't even know what the cloud is, and. Uh, they said, well, Google, I, I'm not Google friendly, so.
0: <laughs> well, you got through today. You got it rock and rolling, so that's a good job. All right, I'm mm-hmm.
2: back. Well, I'm back on track. All right, brother. I've, I've, I've got all, some of my hair is left. You know, I, I didn't pull all my hair out. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> classic. I did get your, you got my response to your text last night, right?
2: Yes, I did. I all right, got, good, good. Uh, I'm glad. All yeah, right. and it's not up to me. It's up to uh, you know
0: who. Yeah, gotcha. Our, all right, but we we do have the songs. This is all code, people. Don't worry about it. We have a yeah. special we have a <laughs> special special music coming. You'll get it. You'll understand. All right. All right. Good job, brother. We'll see
2: you later. All right. And God, God bless you. I just you. want to touch base with you, let you know I am back. Uh, back at it. I don't get to listen as much because my hour's at the store, but. It's okay. I'm, I pray for you anyway, whether I listen, don't listen. And I pray for the audience and your staff and everybody involved with your story.
0: Thank you. Your show. Well I appreciate that. All
2: right. We love you.
0: God bless you, brother. Take love you, you, too. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So what are these talking about? So I'll just tell you, so you know, we have one of our very, very well-known callers who's uh, done some music that doesn't know that we have their music. Ooh, this <laughs> just sounds like so sneaky. Ooh, are we sneaky? Like, anyway, yeah, all right. So let's go into the test. Let's go into the test. This is, you know, this this is the way the show is today. Yeah, might as well enjoy it. Okay, uh, Acts chapter 8, we were at the uh, portion, uh, verse 20 and 21. Uh, where he says, Peter replied, may your money perish with you for thinking God's gift can be bought, which, by the way, still applies in every realm that we exist in, thinking that people can buy their way into heaven. Ridiculous. Thinking they can earn their way into heaven, which is the same principle as buying your way into heaven. Never going to happen, okay? Just so you can know. Uh, You have no part uh, for your heart is not right before God. Turn from your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive you for your evil thoughts, for I can see you're full of bitterness and held captive by sin. So uh, there's some amazing thing here because Peter can see into Simon. Okay, So Simon the sorcerer, Peter is seeing into him. And he says, I can see. And this is one of those weird like, wait a minute, what do you mean you can see? What do you got, x-ray vision? No, he's got the Holy Spirit telling him, look. Like, whoa, dude. You are full of bitterness. <laughs> Everything you're doing is because you're bitter. He's deceiving people. He's using, uh, trying to you know show himself as something great. All this all this ranges out of his bitterness. It's like, wow. And he goes, you're held captive by sin. You see, everybody is captive to sin apart from Jesus. Jesus came to set the captives free. Yes, it's physical, but more spiritual than anything else in the context of we are free from the the power, we are free from the penalty, the power, and eventually the presence of sin. That's what Jesus came to do, is set the captives free. It's like, wow. And so now look what Simon says, and you don't give a lot of credit to people who just got railed by the apostles because that's just dumb. I just don't want to do that. But he says... Pray to the Lord for me that the terrible things won't happen. I don't know. I I guess he's probably sincere. He probably knows he's going to get it. But he's like, pray for me. (laughs) It's like... I don't like Simon. I just thought it was a good move. I mean, if you're going to be a bad guy and you know you're going to get it, it's like, pray that doesn't happen because that doesn't sound good. He knows it's going to be bad. Here's the thing. When you know that somebody's going down a track that's really bad and you know that they're captive to sin and you know there's bitterness in their lives, pray for them. Pray for them. Because that's the only thing that's going to change the situation is a divine intervention. Well, You're the vehicle that helps create that. You're the person who stands in the gap. Maybe you know somebody and they are just, I mean, they are stuck in bitterness and then caught up in sin and they can't get out of it. Okay, great. Instead of just, you know, kind of ignoring them or whatever, pray for them that God will set them free. Because he is in the setting people free business. Okay? All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break, don't go anywhere.
1: Can't stand the skill, can't stand
2: the shame. It may be false, but it feels the
1: same. So I punish myself, I go down to the Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassador's Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to increase.org. That's increase.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position.
2: What is the David Spoon experience?
0: Uh, let me tell you what I, I I'm t- I'm am torn between the two. I'm twixt between the torn two. You want to know why? I've got the biggest breaking story ever no, to be. No, you need to do on, that first. Yeah, I just can't wait. More than more than my whole thing about the four-way stop sign. You want me to do the number one story? Ladies and gentlemen, you better get ready. Here's my advice. I don't give this advice very often, and I don't give it uncheckfully. What's uncheckfully? I don't know. Here's the biggest story you have ever heard on the David Swin experience. If you have children who are listening, if you are not in a car, it's time to cover their errors or send them into another room. That's how chilling this is. Ladies and gentlemen, I have it off the press literally within the last two and a half hours. Uh, Actually, it's less than two and a half hours ago. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. I have it right in my hands. Get ready. Do not, do not get nauseous when you hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a fact that as of today, the Navy, the United States Navy, officially has made its proclamation. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? Are you listening? This is the most important thing ever. You ready? That Captain Crunch is a fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, the United States Navy has declared that Captain Crunch...
1: I do not buy it. No,
0: listen to this. Here's why. Let me tell you why. Captain Crunch has three stripes on his cuffs, and that signifies a commander and not a captain. So uh, the United States Navy has made it absolutely known today, Captain Crunch nay. He nay a captain, nay. Now it is true. Rename the serial now, Commander Crunch. Yes, Commander Crunch. That's the new. That's why I told you. Don't let your kids hear this. It is possible that that uniform could represent either German or Portuguese Navy. They are not sure because all of those uniforms were lost with uh, their great navies. Oh, Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAA-MAN 770. You know what they had to do is they I to take that thing that I do right there, the a man 770, and they had to blast that on the air. It's not a bad idea. Except that it had me blasting all over the air, and then people would be like, turn that guy off. <laughs> all right, here's your next trivia question. Who said this, Old Testament now, Old Testament now, Book of Exodus now, Book of Exodus now, who said this, entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from me and my people. Who said that? If you think you know the answer, 972 445 0770. You can also text in 214 210 8483. As well, send an email david at he must org. That's uh, the way to do that. We are going to send you to the website because I have been forgetting to send people to the website at this juncture in the show. And I know you guys are tired. Oh, we're tired here. Tired. I understand. Uh, get it. But we still need funds. So go to he must increase.org.
1: Prayer request. He must org. Praise report. He must increase.org. Looking to give to this ministry.
0: He must increase.org.
1: Confused by what's happening right now. He must increase.org. He must increase.org.
0: Uh, was it. I was waiting for it to come back. That's all you get. Oh. Boy, you get, get ping-pong ping balls, and now you're stingy. <laughs> well, that's what you just heard, 50 ping-pong ping balls. Oh. <laughs> They're very versatile. Okay. Uh, somebody ready to answer your trivia question? Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, this is Doug. Hey, how are you? Great. How's it going? It's going fantastic. Are you doing uh, – are you – now, let me ask you this. Is it hot? Is it hot where you're at right now? Pretty
2: sure I'm ready. <laughs>
0: pretty sure I'm ready to go. You're ready, ready to go. All right, here we go. Entreat the Lord. Now, who said this? Entreat the Lord that he might take away the frogs from me and from my people.
1: Pharaoh? That is
2: correct, sir! Yeah.
0: That is right. So he's like, yeah, can you ask that God take the frogs out? This is getting bad. It's like, yes, yeah, and that's another thing. We just talked about interceding for people. It's like there's there's Pharaoh asking, even though he's a terrible guy, asking Moses to intercede for him. It's like God did grant the request and the frogs were removed. It's like, wow. So that's why we gotta pray for other people. Amen. Amen. Great job. Thanks, brother. All right, God bless. Yep. All right. Uh we do have history. Now, there's one thing I'm going to say in history that – okay. Let's play the history song. Let's go live let in the past.
1: Let's go live
0: let in the past. All right. Today – now, you can't beat this. This is, like, one of the best things. I mean, the other day was fried chicken day, so you can't beat that. But today is chocolate day, which is, like <laughs> – Yum. Yum. I mean, come on. People are like, oh, there's – a. I not want to hear it. Well Dave, if you didn't eat anything bad, instead of living eighty-eight years and three months and two weeks, you could live eighty-eight years, three months and two weeks and two days if you don't eat chocolate. Like yeah. I'll keep the chocolate. Thanks. Yeah, I thanks. Today's Global Forgiveness Day. I just want everybody to know I forgive the globe. <laughs> you know, it's like Washington's birthday. You know what happens right after that? Birthington's wash day. It's the same thing. It's no it's, it's, National Strawberry Sunday Day. This is a big foodie day right here. I like it. And then National Macaroni Day. Like macaroni. Yeah, that's good. Uh, 1863, United States begins its first draft for the military. Uh, 1898, Hawaii. Let's see. A joint congressional resolution is passed providing for the annexation of the island territory of Hawaii. And then in 1982, Steve Scott runs the mile and record three minutes, 47.69 seconds. I have never successfully – I've run a four-minute mile, well, four minute mile once and then have never done so for many, 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 many moons thereafter. Many, many moons. And it was really not – it was 4.05 or six, four, ten, something like that. My son can do – he's really – He's liquid. He can do a great job. Not me. And now I just hobble. (laughs) If I had a motorcycle, I could do it. Uh, Okay, let's get back to the text. This is a show, right? All right, let's get back to the text. We are in Acts. This is a great portion, really important. And I am going to take the time of this because this is super duper 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 important. Acts chapter 8, verse 25. After testifying and preaching the word of the Lord in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem as they stopped in many, and they stopped in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news to them too. Here is, you're following the book of Acts, okay? We're about to get introduced to Philip, okay? Philip's going to come back. He's one of the evangelists. He's, he's mentioned prior. Where he, we're about to bring him back into the main play. He's going to get connected to the eunuch. We're getting all that stuff ready. Cool. As it's winding down from what takes place, the apostles, they do the follow-up visit, right, for where Philip is, and they are praying for people and they're receiving the Holy Spirit, and then they have this confrontation with Simon. Okay, now they're done, and they're going home. And typically when we go home, right, and I'll just be honest, I mean, I'm 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 probably more like this than I should be, we're like, we're done. <laughs> it's like I'm done. I've done my stuff. I'm ready to go home. That's enough. Uh, w- what I'm trying to say by that is we get to this point where we've done a lot, and then you bring this closure point, and we're, we're done. Uh, that's it. But what, what we get to see in Scripture is that the, that the apostles, that are Peter and John, are returning to Jerusalem. They're on their way back, and they stop in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news to them too. In other words, they don't stop being available for God to use them, period. I want to make sure you understand what my point is. You don't get to this point where you go, okay, I've done enough for the Lord. I'm not doing anything more today. Hey, guess what? That's not in the book. Okay, If he tells you to come apart and rest a while, that's fantastic. But also recognize, even when Jesus said that to them, that they were still ministering like crazy. So the idea is you don't—I'm going to take a break now from God. No, No, you're not. You don't stop. Wherever we go, we take the gospel with us, which is why in the armor it talks about the gospel being on our feet. And it's like, because wherever we go, where your feet go, that's where you go. You take the gospel of peace with you. And so the apostles, they stopped in many villages, and they're preaching the good news. They take the gospel wherever they go. And then it's like, you don't know. And this is what I really want to say. You don't know if there's a divine appointment awaiting you around the corner. But the Lord is looking for willing vessels, people whose hearts are right towards him. Remember the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth looking for people whose hearts are right towards him? And the idea behind this is Isaiah, in Isaiah where Isaiah says, here am I, send me in 820. It's like that is what we are doing all the time. Now, when I say all the time, that doesn't mean that when you're eating uh, a fudge brownie, you're thinking, Jesus, 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 you're eating a fudge brownie. But what I'm talking about—I should probably stop using all these food illustrations—but what what I'm talking about is wherever you go— the Lord is with you. He lives inside you through the Holy Spirit. You take the gospel wherever you are. It's so one of the things that we encourage on the video, on our instructional video. Is look, just take it with you. You don't even you don't have to think about giving it to anybody. But the Lord may bring you to somebody, and there's the moment. And being aware or sensitive to what the Lord may want to do is a big part of it. That's part of our DNA. Right, we talk about the the DNA. Always be what? Always be ready to serve. It's a high level of awareness. I think. Well, like I I remember, I we talked about this about my son. You can't always be ready. Sure you can. Sure you can. Just say, Lord, don't let me get so wrapped up in everything that I forget. Don't let me be so uh, tunnel vision that I'm unaware that you're doing stuff. And all these times you pray to the Lord, just, I mean, I don't sit there and I, I don't sit there and get out of my car (laughs) just because, and start dancing in a nice spot.
1: Oh, Lord, I want to make sure you just know I'm ready to do whatever.
0: It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. I just say, okay, help me not to forget. (laughs) Why? Because He knows what I'm saying. I don't have to make a big deal about it and don't get the wrong impression. I happen to like stuff like that. (laughs) So, but. That's not required to present yourself to the Lord. An aware, sensitive, softness to the Lord. That's required. Be soft before the Lord so he can use you because he wants to. He wants to use you to be a vehicle of blessing. Okay? All right. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the True station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere.
1: What is the David Spoon experience? I cannot
0: wait, though I have to do this particular sound. We might interrupt uh, while I'm doing the teaching, but I got to do the sound because it is time for
1: Bible Baloney Beatdown. Hello. 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 It's now time for David Spoon's Bible Baloney Beatdown. Bible Baloney Beatdown.
0: I'll knock your brains out if you had any.
1: I can't believe I'm allowed to do that. I love that.
0: Anyhow, uh, Bible the deep down has to do with the kingdom of God. So there are people that go, well, you know, in scripture there's so many contradictions. Like what about when Jesus said, if you're for me, uh, then you're not you're not against me. If against me, you're not for me. And they kind of mix it all up and so on and so forth. Let me just help out and just kind of set the record straight, keeping it simple. There are two. Now watch what I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show you. There are two. Okay. Watch. Somewhere between one and three. There are two. Okay, here you go. One more time. There are two kingdoms. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind when I say this. There is the kingdom of God, right? Everybody would agree. Okay, got it. Seek first the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, and then there is any other attempted kingdom. There is the kingdom of God, and then there's any other attempted kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of men, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. There's the kingdom of God and all the other ones. Okay? Or And they're all just wrapped up into one thing. There's the kingdom of God and the kingdoms that are not the kingdom of God. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all it is. Luke chapter 9, verse 49 through 50, John responded, Master, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we tried to stop him. Because he does not follow us. Verse 50, don't stop him, Jesus told him, because whoever is not against you is for you. Keeping this in context, the person is not opposed. This is very important. The person is not opposed, but for the kingdom of God. He's not neutral. He's a kingdom advancer. He's somebody that's advancing the kingdom, casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. And John is like, well, he's not one of us. Okay, That's a whole separate sermon, a whole separate issue, which I'm sure your pastor has taught on many times. And that is the last thing that you need are a whole bunch of more people just like you. Or just like me. We need people to be like Jesus. And they don't need to follow us exactly. They need to follow Jesus. And I don't want to have, I don't want to reproduce a thousand me's. I want people reproducing, being Jesus. Because I'm not going to do anything, but people who are more like Jesus, they make a difference. And in context, this person was advancing the kingdom by driving out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. He's a kingdom advancer.
1: The David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Do you have some of the pink ping pong balls up there with you? It's right there. Okay. Did you want to throw I got one? Him. Do you want to throw one against the glass? People can then maybe hear it. Listen, listen. If you hear this sound, ready? If you hear this sound. Okay. If you hear that sound, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that or not. It's loud over here. Right. Okay. That means that Dave forgot something. <laughs> you don't have to go get those afterwards, do you? I mean, is that a requirement?
1: Most of them are rolling back to me, actually.
0: <laughs> are they really? That's why this building's on such a solid foundation. Anyhow, uh, who said this? Okay. So we've had Doug answer a couple of so good job on that. Now we're going to give this to an opportunity for somebody to respond that has... Uh, We haven't heard from yet, so let's try that as well. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. Who said that? Who said that? Wow. That's a mouthful, huh? Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee. I want to say that Al has three times done the pow today. Nailed it three times before everybody else. Silver and gold have I not, but such as I have I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise and walk. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214 210 or send an email at david at And I don't want anybody to get offended. You know, we do that. where We have people. We'll let them call out once or twice. But you just want to keep it open. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But that doesn't mean we don't want to call him tomorrow. See? So you still want to make sure everybody stay on track with this, people. Seriously, stay on track. Okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Somebody's calling in. Now, here's the thing about this. I, I was going to finish off on the text, and I thought, nope, I'm going to share with you something that uh, is in my devotions. It's a really um, – it's not overly theological or anything like that. Okay? But it's super important is what I'm trying to say. It's really, uh, it's imperative for us to grasp. And what I want to do is I want to be able to communicate it without, you know, abusing or, you know, anything like that script. I want to make sure that you understand what it is that came to me and then understand the context and so on and so forth. Before we get there, we have somebody, are they ready to answer a trivia question? We'll send them on through. <phone rings> knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to?
2: Hi, dear. This is your brother, Ace.
0: Hey, hey, brother Ace. How are you, my good friend?
2: I'm hanging, hanging in there. I uh, did get a bad report, son. I need y'all to pray for me. Uh, Those cancer on my nose is spreading, and I'm trying to get into my brain. So,
0: Okay, well, I want to pray for you before you hang up then. And then I have a question to ask <laughs> you uh, uh, live on the air. We, we have a little bit of this thing called music that I think you've done in the past. Can we uh, can we use some of that there? Is that okay with you? Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. There you go. Permission granted on the air. That's a big one right there. Okay. So I'd be listening every once in a while. You're going to hear that. Uh, all right. So let's do the trivia question, then let me pray for you. Okay? So let's do the okay. trivia question first. You ready for that? Okay. Thank you. All right. Let's do the trivia. Silver and gold, have I none, but such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Who said that?
2: That should have been Peter, right?
1: That is correct, sir!
0: The answer is, exactly like Eric said, the answer is Peter. That is absolutely correct. Silver and gold he didn't have, but the kingdom of God he did. And so he offered what he did have, and there's nothing greater for that man than the kingdom of God. And that's what we're going to pray for you right now, okay? That's good work. let's, Let's pray it. Father, we come before you right now. We just lift up our brother Ace, dear, precious brother to us, and we ask you that you would move inside his body and inside where those cells are kind of given up or whatever the case may be. You just bring a revival on his insides. We pray for mercy. We pray for grace. We pray for healing. We pray for the healing power in the name of Jesus to touch our brother and to help him, and to anoint him and raise him up. And we pray to hear good news about things that are going on for him. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Yeah, thank you.
2: Thank you, brother. Appreciate
0: it. Love you, brother. Love oh. you in the Lord, man.
2: We love you, too. Thank you for your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, um, anyway, thank you again for everything.
0: You got it, brother. Amen. Oh, man. What a great, great, great brother. Brother, he says. All right. Okay, so uh, let me back up. I'm reading this thing. This is going to sound so weird, but just, just, you know, every once in a while, just go with the weirdness. It doesn't hurt. Uh, Mark chapter 8. In those days, the multitude was being, uh, being very great and having nothing to eat. Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me for three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them away hungry to their houses, they will faint on the way. For some of them have come from afar. Then his disciples answered him and said, How can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? He asked them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. He took the 7 loaves and gave thanks, broke them and gave them to the disciples, set and set before them and then they set them before the multitude. They also had a few small fish and having blessed them, he set them before them as well and they ate and were filled and they took up 7 large baskets of leftover fragments. So you can jump jump into this, and there's all these really cool things you can pull out of this. Not the least of which is the word when 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 the disciples said, "How can we satisfy?" That means how can that word satisfy? That's when you eat and you eat to the point of getting stuffed. In other words, uh, how can we get enough food for they can feel full? Is really what what's being said. I just want you to catch this. I love this, and I give I give. Uh, uh, A friend of mine who passed away, his name is Ron. A lot of credit for for this one portion. He commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. It's just so, oh my gosh, it's so genius. You know what? There's times where Jesus says, you know what? Just sit down. It's just like, like so brilliant. It's like, you know what? Instead of doing all that stuff, just sit down on the ground. Sit, sit, sit down. Okay, it's not that we're a dog. It's just that sometimes we we act like a little puppy, and then we're like, "This is just like, sit down, sit, sit down, take it, sit down, relax." And so he commands the multitude to sit down on the ground. You always wonder how that went. Sit, sit down. There's four thousand people. So Everybody, sit down, right? And it's like he has to tell them probably more than once, folks. Sit down. You're gonna receive. I'm gonna take care of it, but you need to relax. So when I read the text, and I know that's not the the primary text, and that, and I'm telling you that this is where we talk about the dynamic application principle of, you know, how this could apply. There's times in your life where you've got this stuff going on and the Lord needs to be the one to feed or to, to to make a miracle out of nothing that's there or not enough that's there or whatever the case may be. And instead of getting all, uh, you know, overly anxious and trying to control everything, you just need to sit down and let the Lord be the Lord. You can't do the multiplying he can use you to be a vehicle that processes the multiplying, but he does the multiplying. God gives the growth. He's the miracle worker. You don't have to always perform or dance. That's kind of the nicest way to say it. Sometimes we just need to sit down. And, you know, it's hard, it's hard for you know, people that, uh, like I said earlier this week, performance orientation type of people, which is like myself, that's hard to do. It's harder to do nothing sometimes. But it's appropriate to sit down in obedience and just let the Lord take care of the need. So he has them sit down. He then gives to the disciples. They then give to the multitude. I just think that's a great principle there, that closer you are to the Lord, the more he can use you as one of his disciples to bless the multitudes. But the idea behind this is they just needed to sit down and and. And the Lord, of course, doesn't waste anything, right? <laughs> love this Jewish part. Uh, nothing wasted. Gather the baskets. Okay. <laughs> so love that part. But the idea is for you to sit down. He'll cover it. It's like, oh, I know, but I want this. I want this. I Me too. But the answer is sometimes just to sit down and wait for him to feed us. That's the answer. You don't need anything else. That's all. That's all what the Lord was trying to communicate okay all right folks great uh show i love this show i love this uh this thursdays are so much fun you've been listening to the david smooth experience right here on k 770 the truth station here in texas gonna take a 22 and a half hour break then we'll come back more insanity with spinanity talk to you then
1: Opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.